Reports from Carlow County Council. Articles by Michael Tracy. Bylaws on horses in urban areas are kept under wraps. New bylaws that would ban horses being kept in urban areas in Carlow will not go on public display due to question marks over their legality. Councillors were due to approve putting the bylaws for the control of horses in Carlow, Bagnallstown and Tullow on display at their September meeting last week. However, serious questions arose over areas that were not included in the bylaws and also whether the bylaws should have been dealt with at municipal district level. The bylaws were eventually deferred by council management prompting one councillor to say that presenting the bylaws in the first place was ridiculous. The proposed regulation would ensure that a person shall not keep, ride or drive a horse in the electoral areas of Carlow Urban, Bagnallstown Urban and Tullow Urban and that horses would not be permitted to graze on public places in these areas. The bylaws also include an emphasis on the welfare of horses and state that a person shall not permit anything to be done to horses to cause injury, suffering or endanger their welfare. People who have horses under their control must also not overdrive or overload the animals. The bylaws were initially widely welcomed at last week's meeting. Councillor Finton Phelan said, Far too long in different places you have had horses roaming freely in green areas. Families with children cannot even enjoy green areas and open spaces as they are too dangerous. However, he said the area targeted by the guidelines was the old urban area of Carlow Town and that several places where there have been problems with the control of horses were not included. There are glaring gaps missing in Carlow Town, he said. He looked for the bylaws to be extended to cover these areas, and Director of Services Michael Brennan agreed that this could be examined. Michel Councillor Charlie Murphy stated that the problem was not confined to the county's main towns. He had received several calls about uncontrolled horses in an area not too far away from me. The problem is you'll have one horse in one minute, two horses the next, and then ten horses the next. He suggested a county-wide ban. However, Michael Brennan said a county-wide ban would be quite draconian and possibly illegal. If we designated the whole county, we could be in a bit of trouble, added Mr Brennan. People before profits, Adrienne Wallace, wanted a delay on the public display of the bylaws to allow a review with travellers' representatives who have a long-standing culture of care for horses. The general consensus among councillors was to push ahead with the public display, but issues with bylaw areas remain unresolved. Councillor Fergal Brown said that delaying action could put the council at risk if, for example, a young child was injured. There was a case made against the council before, he added. Another wrinkle emerged when Labour's William Patton said the issue had not been discussed at municipal district level, where these matters could have been teased out. There are settled travellers in Tullow that are the most decent people you could meet, he added. 
I would not like to see these bylaws punish people who are looking after their horses. Councillor Patton proposed that the bylaws go back to the municipal districts for discussion. He also suggested that legally the bylaws should have been dealt with at that level. He then highlighted a recent anti-begging bylaw, which had only gone through the Carlow Municipal District. There was a bit of discussion among council management on these points, and Mr Brennan said the matter should be deferred for further consideration. It's important that whatever we do has legal standing, he said. On a related matter concerning the duration of council meetings being reduced to around two hours due to COVID-19, Councillor Tommy Kinsella said it was ridiculous that councillors had spent a valuable 30 minutes talking about bylaws that had not been ready. Income limits for social housing discussed. Repeated calls were made to increase the income limits for social housing in Carlow to bring the county in line with neighbouring counties. Councillor Willie Quinn put down a motion to seek an urgent meeting with the Housing Minister about the issue. The limits were supposed to be changed during the last government, but that failed to materialise. Councillor Quinn highlighted that four of the five TDs in the constituency are members of the current government, and he called for the change to be implemented by the end of the year. He said the income limit was €26,000, which was €5,000 less than Wexford and Kilkenny. Councillor William Patton said there was a wide chasm for people who could not avail of social housing due to their income level, but who could also not afford a mortgage. They are literally banjaxed, he added. Fianna Fáil's John Pender said that Housing Minister Dara O'Brien was due to visit Carlo later in the month and he would take the matter up with him. However, Councillor John Casson wondered whether all councillors were invited to the meeting. Councillor Pender could not say, while his party colleague Ken Murnane suggested that the councillor get in contact with Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor's office. An amendment by Councillor Andrea Dalton was added to the motion. It suggested that a review of HAP payments be carried out due to the high cost of rent. Turnstiles on Barrow Track The erection of new turnstiles along the River Barrow hinders bikes from entering the towpath, according to a county councillor. Councillor Finton Phelan said that turnstiles erected at Webster's Lock and Lanigan's Lock were totally impractical. He asked council management to investigate the matter. Chief Executive Kathleen Holohan said she would bring it up with Waterways Ireland. Cycle Lane Plan does not include Tyndall College. Recent funding secured for a cycle lane on the Kilkenny Road does not take in Tyndall College. More than €500,000 was recently allocated to Carlow for active traffic measures, and the funds were welcomed by councillors at their September meeting. €115,000 was earmarked for the development of cycle lanes and footpaths for the Kilkenny Road in the immediate vicinity of IT Carlow. Councillor Andrea Dalton asked if this would take in Tyndall College and the Institute for Further Education. 
Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman said the funds did not take in Tyndall College, but the council was working on a plan to link in Tyndall with a cycle lane. Councillor Patton said that he walks the road regularly and advised that dog poo bins be put up as you can't walk 30 metres without standing in it. Calls for Gardaí to vet potential council tenants. Details of potential social housing tenants should be given to local Gardaí for comment, according to Lachlan Bridge Councillor Michael Dorn. Councillor Doran called on the Housing Department to refer the details of all potential social housing tenants to the local Garda station for comment. In a response from the Council, it said the motion would be put forward subject to compliance with the relevant Housing and Data Protection Acts and may be referred to the Council's Housing SPC for further discussion. Councillor Doran says that while there is a national vetting process, local Gardaí are not contacted. There does not seem to be any local communication with Gardaí. Councillor Arthur MacDonald suggested the matter go to the Joint Policing Committee to gauge the superintendent's attitude on the proposal. All-Ireland NHS idea shot down. A proposal for an All-Ireland NHS was rejected at a meeting of Carlow County Council. People before Profits, Adrienne Wallace, had made the proposal calling for a single-tier health service in light of the COVID-19 crisis. The motion also called for all private hospitals to be nationalised. Councillor Wallace said the country owed healthcare workers and those who had lost loved ones the best healthcare service. She added that this was not a radical proposal, but a pragmatic approach. Opposing the motion, Fine Gael's Michael Doran said that in some instances the private sector was able to do things better than the public sector. Councillor Arthur MacDonald, who is on the Regional Health Board Committee, said he could not support it. Councillor Wallace did receive support from Sinn Féin's Andy Gladney, Independent Councillor John Casson and Labour's William Patton, but it was not enough for the motion to succeed. Glowing praise for new skate park. The new skate park in Carlow Town received glowing praise at September's meeting of the County Council. Councillor Fergal Brown congratulated everyone involved with the new skateboard facility in the Linear Town Park. I met one guy, a past pupil of mine, who had been there for five hours. He was having the time of his life, he explained. Councillor Brown said a local paper had taken a different slant on the skate park. This was in reference to a recent story published in The Nationalist about the large number of youngsters using the skate park that was still under construction and the potential health risks it posed. The sooner it's opened officially and secured proper, the better, said Councillor Brown. Who knows, maybe we'll get skateboards ourselves. Wallace slams council officials over treatment of homeless man. Council officials were accused of being quick to judge after a man presented as homeless recently. Councillor Adrian Wallace criticised the council's handling of an individual who had recently presented as homeless. The way he was treated was absolutely shocking. Twice I had to get his application looked at. Twice.
the people before Prophet Counselor claimed that the man had naively filled out a form incorrectly, and she had gone to address the matter with officials. They told me there was no point letting him refill it, as he was only going to lie, she said. We seem to have a culture here of unelected officials being very quick to judge. She added, when someone presents as homeless, they should be listened to and treated with respect. Councillor Wallace added that the man later contacted her looking for suicide prevention bodies. I had to say there is f all here for you. It's extremely stressful. We need to get serious about it, she declared. After the contribution, several councillors from various parties spoke glowingly of the housing department staff, complimenting them on their efforts. Director of Services Michael Brennan said there was a culture of assistance and helping in the department. It's important to get the facts straight, he said. The staff are extremely accommodating and helpful. I refute your allegation. These are the facts, Michael, replied Councillor Wallace. Councillor Wallace highlighted worrying figures about the homeless problem in the county. Last month, 42 adults and children presented as homeless to the council, up from 13 the month before. Councillors in a knot over invasive plants. A study into invasive species such as Japanese knotweed and ragweed will be carried out in Carlow. The threat of invasive species, whether a plant or animal, is viewed as a great threat to biodiversity and the Council aims to develop an invasive species policy. This would include mapping invasive species in Carlow and developing a programme to maintain them. Japanese knotweave, Himalayan balsam and ragweed were all mentioned as problematic and present in Carlow. Ragweed, for example, said Councillor Brian O'Donoghue, was particularly damaging to livestock. We need to get on top of it, he said. Ragweed will grow anywhere. It's the easiest thing to grow, added Councillor Arthur MacDonald. The difficulty in tackling these plants was also highlighted. Councillor MacDonald said ragweed needs to be sprayed twice a year in April and September. Director of Services Padrigo Gorman said Japanese knotweed needed to be injected with chemicals over a four-year period. People before Prophets Adrian Wallace warned against the use of weed killer containing glyphosate. She said there was evidence from the World Health Organization that glyphosate was related to cancer. Councillor Charlie Murphy had a firm rebuttal. Weeds need to be killed, and the best tool in the armoury is glyphosate. Councillor Fergal Brown wondered if products like Gallup could still be used in the maintenance of verges. Otherwise, there will be a major problem at junctions around the county, he said. Mr O'Gorman said the council could use sprays such as Gallup, but the policy may also lead to alternatives. If we can get more bio-friendly treatments, this will help us identify them, he said. Delays in granting tree-felling licences could cost local jobs. Objections to the granting of forestry felling licences could threaten jobs in Carlow. That claim was made at last week's meeting of the local authority. 
Independent councillor Charlie Murphy raised the issue of a large number of felling licences that were being held up by objectors. It's very hard to get a licence, nearly impossible. It's an archaic system, he said. The delay has had an impact on those in furniture making and sawmills, with limited stock on hand. Councillor Murphy added, It's going to come to a head shortly. Some of the sawmills are going to bring in timber from Scotland. Bringing timber from Scotland, as opposed to 20 miles away, it does not make sense. Councillor John Pender said that Carlo was particularly affected by the issue. It's a very serious issue in this county. We have a number of businesses in the county and people in forestry. Councillor Pender said jobs were at stake if the situation was not addressed. He had contacted the Minister for Agriculture, with Councillor Pender adding that it must be dealt with as a matter of urgency. Boris Councillor Willie Quinn added the issue was also holding up housing construction. House building in Ardatton on hold. Proposed houses for Ardatton remain in limbo after concerns were raised by Irish Water. Councillor Charlie Murphy criticised delays in progressing 12 houses in Ardatton at September's meeting of the County Council. It's stuck and stuck solid, he said. It was brought to planning and left languishing for a year. It could not be moved. Eventually, it did move on without any amendments. Councillor Murphy said Irish Water had now raised concerns two and a half years after the houses were first proposed. He also said that money had already been allocated and a verbal agreement had been made with the landowner. Two and a half years this has been going on. If this happened in the private sector, I don't know what the consequences would be. Finnegale's Brian O'Donoghue appeared to suggest that the topic of the houses was to be on the council's agenda but had been pulled following Irish Water's involvement. Councillor O'Donoghue said that planning permission had recently been granted for 18 houses in Tullow and he was confused as to why there was a question mark over these houses in a perfect site. Director of Services Michael Brennan said the council was working on the matter and there was a concern about capacity. IDA project gets one step closer. A long-awaited IDA project in Carlow took another step forward as councillors voted to remove a potential stumbling block. Councillors voted to support the material contravention of the County Development Plan to allow an IDA Advanced Technology Building to progress on land that had been zoned as residential and an open space amenity. The site in question is a 2.3 hectare piece of land at Ratnapish on the Dublin Road. The Council's Chief Executive Kathleen Holohan had proposed the material contravention and it was welcomed by most councillors. Councillor Finton Phelan said, Anything that can be done to bring industry into the town is hugely welcomed. People before profits, Adrian Wallace, wondered whether the Brawn or Lapple sites could be used and whether the IDA had a tenant in mind. She was also concerned about rezoning residential land due to the housing crisis. 
However, a planning official informed Councillor Wallace that sufficient land stock was available for housing. Councillor Andrea Dalton said the IDA site, now occupied by MSD, had previously been vacant for a long time, but was now home to a world-class facility.